We're going global now and we're going to USA to catch up with somebody who's no stranger to the airwaves of Lotus FM and the SABC, former TV news anchor, Vobakshni Chetty Miller, joining us live from USA. Good morning, I should say to you, Vobakshni. How are you doing? Greetings, Lloyd. I'm well. It's so good to speak to you and to listen to Shona and Rob. It's just bringing back so many memories about the SABC. I guess happy 85 years. V, hi. Hi. That's Shona. It's a voice I know well. <laughs> <laughs> so we're celebrating this afternoon and we're excited to have you on the airwaves. Now, let's take our listeners through the journey um, way back when you started. How did that journey begin for you at the SABC and uh, more specifically at Lotus FM? Well, it started at Lotus FM after I was studying at what was then called ML, ML Sultan Technicon. I studied journalism there and was broadcast student of the year and was recommended by my lecturer to um, do an internship at the SABC in Durban. And that's when I landed there and went straight to the Lotus FM bulletin desk. And that was my first broadcast experience. And it set the ball in motion. Now, the move from radio to primetime evening television news, because we used to see you in the building, right? We used to chat with you in the building. But we never thought, Vavakshini, you came across as a very quiet girl, very timid. Uh, you greet, you'll have a chibba-chabba, but nothing major. You weren't like loud like everybody else, like me, for example, right? But then you made the move from radio to primetime <laughs> television news. Uh, how did that happen? And did you like plan it? Did you see it in your vision or were you like the opportunity came and you took it? The opportunity came and I took it. It was the case of being in the right place at the right time, knocking on a door and literally doors continued to open after that conversation. And I never imagined primetime TV. Um, I was very happy with radio. It was my sweet spot. I was very comfortable. And I moved from Lotus to SAFM in Johannesburg, and that was a huge move for me. Um, And literally after that, I spent a year at SAFM, and I then worked with someone who became my mentor, and he worked at SABC Africa. And that was my footstep into television. I started working at SABC Africa. I continued working at SAFM, so I was burning the candle at both ends, working days, working nights trying really hard to establish myself and make a name for myself. And I'm sorry, you hear my son in the background. <laughs> yes, we um, can. And I moved from SABC Africa eventually to Prime Time. It happened quickly um, and unexpectedly. I remember meeting Romy Titus, who used to anchor a show called Roll Today, which was early mornings on SABC3. And we used to chat in the makeup room while we were getting our makeup done. And she always encouraged me and she always said, you're doing a great job and you really need to talk to the relevant people and knock on doors and let them know you're here and you're interested. And of course, you described me very aptly. I'm quiet, I'm timid. Uh, I was very intimidated by the big bosses at the SABC. Um, You come from a a region like Durban and you're in Johannesburg. It's overwhelming. Anyway, I took her advice and I knocked on doors literally and said, Hi, I'm so-and-so. 
ASABC Africa. I've just started working in TV production and I'm now trying my hand at presenting and I'm available. And it's how if you ever need a presenter. And literally a week later, I got a phone call and I couldn't believe it. He literally said to me at the time, it was the head of television bulletin. He said, oh, we have... Um, we have a need. Would you would you mind coming and presenting for us next week? And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, the the primetime bulletin." And I said, uh, "Sure." I I remember I almost fell off my couch. I was taking a nap after a late night shift, and I literally couldn't believe it. And that's how it started with my very first bulletin on SABC Three. It was awful. I sat on my hands for 30 minutes. I was that nervous. And my then mentor, Tabo Mapateng, he recorded that bulletin. And every year, because I worked with him for many years, he would pull me into the studio and make me watch it. No ways. Every year. How far I've come. <laughs> every year. It was torture. No, you have come. You have come a, a long way. Bulletin. You can see the nerves. You know what? You know what I'm so proud of you about is the fact that in all the years that, that I've known you, you've never changed. Uh, you're now you're now in the U.S. You don't even have an American accent, and you're still the same V that we all know. Uh, and I have I've got to give credit to you. You have never changed. You are still the same person. Thank you so much. That means so much to me, and I'm so glad that I don't have an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> right. So talking about the U.S. I'm surrounded by. Yeah. Yes, I'm surrounded by friends and kids that all they say is banana, ketchup. It's really hard. Sometimes people don't understand me here when I say things like, I'm just going to get stuff out of my boot and I'll hand it to you. And they always look at me perplexed. What is she talking about? They say trunk here, the trunk of your car. You could start your entire, your own reality television show right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about the U.S., and obviously you've been there for a couple of years now, um, have you adapted? Have you made the change? Do you still miss home? Um, how's it been, the journey for you in U.S.? I will always miss home. Um, home for me is always going to be Durban. Um, I love everything about the city. My parents are still there. My friends are still there. My extended family. Uh, the transition was difficult to begin with. The first year was really tough. Um, it took about two years, to be honest, to acclimate to the change in culture, environment. The weather is very extreme. Um, coming from Durban, hot and humid, and Chicago is hot and humid during the summer, but it's bitterly cold and windy and icy and snowy in the winter. And literally winter is five to six months of the year. So that took, it took a lot to get used to. But that being said, um, I have a new role. I have three children that are five and under. So I have a five-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a one-year-old. So they keep me really busy. I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom, and I find time to do things that I didn't do when I was actively involved in broadcasting and working a lot. We travel, we do yoga together. It's, it's been a good journey for me. I'm in, a, I'm in a good place. Well, I have to say, V, that I think having three kids under the age of five and even being a, a, a stay-at-home mom, that's a job on its own. 
<laughs> yes. I've always said this is my hardest gig. The nerves you get and the anticipation when you're broadcasting and the, the rush you get, I do miss that every now and again. But I'm almost in constant broadcast mode with these three. There you go. Now, we're celebrating 85 years. Some of your maybe, uh, maybe memories and highlights uh, when you were on air as well. Anything comes to mind? You know, I think when I think of the SABC now, and especially that I'm not involved in broadcasting per se, for me, it's always been the relationships and the, the people that I've met along my journey and the people that I've gotten to work alongside, the likes of Peter Ndoro, the late Kolani Gwala, um, the late William Bully. I've worked with some greats. Um, never in my life could I have imagined that I would share a broadcast space with those people, and many of them have become dear friends. So for me, it's, it's been a highlight, the relationship. My best friend and I met at the SABC, and that is a relationship that's going strong even across the ocean, we talk to each other every day. And so I'm grateful for, for that and the relationships that I've built working at the SABC. Now, V, before we ask you for your final message uh, to the SABC as we celebrate 85 years, I have to push this button, right? I know you look forward to uh, smashing those bunny chows, the Durban curries when you get here. Um, so how's, what's the situation like there in terms of the curries and the spice? Uh, are you still uh, able to cook anything or get some spice? Or what's, what's the availability on the curry situation in the US? So... The current situation is whenever I get the opportunity, and I haven't been home in around two years due to the pandemic, but whenever I make my way to Durban, I always get all my spices and my mixed masalas, and I am that person that carries a truckload of masala in his suitcase and brings it to the U.S. <laughs> and I still cook curry today on the menu. I'm going to be making mutton curry Two days ago, I made chicken curry. Yesterday, wow. I made lamb chops. Oh, there we go. Someone's falling down. I made lamb chops with um, steak and chopped spice, which you don't get in the States. And they actually have South African brands in certain stores here. It reminds you of home, and it just gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling on the inside when you get to enjoy something that's... Well, I do know. I do know a lot of people uh, were buzzing about this today. Once it went up on social media, and a lot of your family and friends and uh, listeners from Lotus FM as well tuning in. Our WhatsApp line is buzzing as well that you were going to be on the show, and I just wanted to hear your voice. And like you said, um, well, you can take we can take you out of the land of the spice, but we can't take the spice out of you. So there you go. <laughs> Right, so what would be your final message as the SABC celebrates 85 years of Abakshini? What would you like to say in closing to all our listeners and just from your personal experience being with the SABC for the years that you have spent here? I'm very grateful to the SABC. Um, I've spent the better part of 15 years both TV and radio at the SABC and I will always be indebted for the journey that I was afforded, the opportunities. And I just want to say thank you and happy 85. Keep going strong and 
keep striving for excellence. And to young people working at the SABC, I just want to say it's not always an easy environment to work in. We both know the SABC has faced many challenges. That being said, it is possible for you to excel. Um, you need to block everything out, put your head down, and just do the work. And it's not rocket science. It's just hard work. 100% well said. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for taking the time out. I know it's like about a quarter to nine in the morning there in USA, but uh, I have to say we're very still proud of you. We do miss your voice and seeing your face in television and on the airwaves as well. But thank you very much for your time and uh, all the best. Stay blessed. Uh, shout to everybody at home there, the family and the kids as well. Enjoy these uh, curries that you keep making, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lloyd. It's been an absolute pleasure. And you as well, one of my highlights of the SABC, the friendship that we share. And yes, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners for their unwavering love and support. It's always been appreciated. And take care. Thank you very much. Uh, God bless you. Vabakshini Chetty Miller, all the way from USA as we celebrate 85 years of the SABC's existence.